Okay, Cinema Yugen, Woman in a Maze, the story of a young woman named Gabby, played by my guest, Meredith Van Kuyk, whose renter house in uh, the largest ghost town in America, she soon finds out that the house is haunted and any woman who stays gets trapped as the house becomes an ever-changing maze. Can she solve the enigma or will she be a permanent resident, Meredith? We should know. Mm. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. No, no, we don't want to spoil anything, but you do, know, spoil it. You do know what happens, don't you? I, I do, yeah. It's pretty a, intense. It's, it's a terrifying, intense experience. Yes. Amazing. And your performance, I have to say, incredible, incredible. Wow, 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 wow. Love Thank it. you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really enjoyed it. I've I've seen, uh, is it, now yeah, I've, might have mucked up his name before. Matesh? Matish? Mm-hmm. Yes, Matesh. Um, I have uh, seen, I was very fortunate to interview him uh, a mm-hmm. ways back when I was uh, doing some film reviews for a newspaper. Uh, his film House of Quarantine, very tight thriller. This one, uh, the follow-up does not disappoint either. It is mm-hmm. full-on. It is expansive, yet it is claustrophobic. Would you say that? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it was, I mean, if we're just talking about the setting, it was wild. Um, we were in this mansion in Arizona and it was, every room was different and it was, there would be secret doors to places, secret stairways. Um, and so it was really fun to utilize all of that in the film too. Hmm. And it's a beautiful house. So yeah, that is a real house. That's somebody's house. Yeah. 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 That is really Love. beautiful. So are the vistas around there too. Like when you when the when the sort of scene moves out away from the house for a while, because I mean, you know, while the house is um is certainly a character in the film, um, your mm-hmm. character is our our avatar, if you will, into this into this story as we follow you. Uh, yeah, your travails. Um, you really should have left the house when your friend told you to. You know. I know, I know. That's the kicker. I'm like the person in the horror movie, and I always watch the people, and I'm like, "Don't do that," or like, "Don't well, go down well, there, or leave." I'm like, it's I'm above like, you. Yeah, behind you. <laughs> right, right. The house in the house in this movie, um, a lot like other evil house movies, like Stephen King's Rose Red or mm-hmm. the House on Haunted Hill, or um, mm-hmm. the modern version of it, uh, the Haunting with the Liam. Mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones and all that, they tend to embody the uh, the character who is uh, or the antagonist who's at the heart of the mystery. That's true oh, sure. film as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um really interesting trying to find ways to go about the house for my character. Um, because it wasn't just a house, like you said, it was a character. So finding what I was fighting for within that house and what the house was to me and what I was substituting that with. Um, it was, it was unlike anything else because you're having to substitute an inanimate object and it's, it's taking over your life. And what is your escape? Why are you escaping it? What is that in your own life that you're escaping that is holding you down so much? Um, yeah. So what, um, are these types of films, Meredith? Are you are you a uh, a huge fan of the uh, 
the supernatural. I mean, because this is this is while this could be considered sort of a horror film, it's it's really a, a supernatural thriller too in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really love the suspense. Th- uh, excuse me, suspense thriller genre. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up watching it. It's something that I've always gravitated towards. Um, but interestingly enough, when it comes to horror, horror within mm-hmm. the past few years, it's hard for me to watch horror and gore um because i feel it so deeply so having a psychological suspense thriller like this was a really happy medium for me and i i was very comfortable um but yeah some of my my um favorite movies that i can remember growing up with were all kind of gnarly movies and i'm looking back and i'm like oh that that makes sense why this is a place where i excel this Um, was a very challenging part for you because this character has um you know, on the surface, there are uh, there are certainly. Um, it seems like you're just the the girl that gets to run around screaming her head off most of the mm-hmm. time, but this becomes uh, a lot deeper because the the mystery at the core of this mm-hmm. is a lot more complex than it first would appear. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a simple case of would you say that this place is just haunted? This is a this is a this is an evil house with an agenda, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a deeply ingrained energy that's going to go after mm. anything it wants, and it's it's justified for doing that. You know, um, the thing with the house is like it is the antagonist, so to say, mm. um, but it has its righteous reasons for doing what it's doing. Um, so the house is fighting for whatever it's fighting for, just like we are in the film. We're trying to get out. We're trying to survive. The house is trying to survive too. So um, it's survival of the fittest. Who is, who is going to kill off each other's energy first. Um, And, and yeah, it was wild trying to, um, trying to, be so encompassed within that fight because it's not against somebody else so to say i mean hmm. kind of to a point but it wasn't against somebody else it was against a being that was your umbrella over you yes. um so it, it it felt like you said very claustrophobic it was taking over anything there was no escape what could you do hmm. um scream your, you know running around screaming your head off that's that's gotta be like i mean i was tired watching you is that <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be physically exhausting as well as mentally exhausting. Running around doing that for the greater part of a day, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the night running around, running around in the night. Um, it was it was pretty intense. Um, and the house too. We shot in like early summer, late spring in Arizona, and the house didn't have AC. And man, it just got so hot. It drained you. It really did. Um. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with a lot of horrors, they're all shot at night. So it's, it was a little bit cooler, which was nice. But then you get on that schedule of, oh, I'm up at night. Okay. And then you have to go back to your real life later. And you're like, this is, why are we up during the day? This is strange. So it really does something to your body. Yeah. Like, yeah, your mind, but your body is just all over the place. Did, uh, did uh, Matesh um, do anything um, different on the set to create uh, an atmosphere? I'm not saying he was, you know, I'm not asking whether he was like Stanley Kubrick and, and you were Shelley Duvall and he drove you and treated you poorly to keep you on edge and in a frenzy while you were 
being supposedly tortured by spirits. He um, he didn't do anything like that. Or... He didn't. No, I was doing all to myself. If, if I was in that state, I was doing all to myself. But mm-hmm. the cast and the crew, um, when it came to physically exuding yourself, they were great about it. They were, we took a lot of breaks. We, we all understood the circumstances, stuff, stuff like that. But yeah, if I was putting myself through it or if anyone was putting myself through a hard time, it was me mm. worth it. But. Oh, well, you know, look, the performance, as I said, is incredible. Just wow, wow, wow. This really is like a one woman show, a one woman mm-hmm. play. It's a big responsibility to carry the movie on your shoulders. Did you feel that once you were reading the part or did you feel it more when you were, when it was day one and cameras rolling, okay, now I've got to really come with my socks pulled up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A great question. Um, It was overwhelming at first. And then once I settled into the character, it was like second nature. So um, with the way I went about prepping it, when I got onto the set, it wasn't so overwhelming, even though it could have completely encompassed me. Um, but but luckily enough, I had the script a long time in advance. I mean, we we took two years on this. Right. And um, script went through like 13 different versions we ended on. So I was going through all of these different versions and breaking it down and breaking down my character. Um, and I would, even if things were out of the script um, in the final version that were in the first script or in version four, you know, it was fun to take those little elements and kind of implement that into, into my final performance, even though nobody knew that it was from, you know, derived from something else or derived from a different version of the script. Um, but getting back to your question, um, it, I think that it was an interesting juxtaposition because I had moments of doubt that I could pull it off, but I trusted myself enough to be able to do it. Um, so it was, it was more of a mental battle than a, uh, with myself than a, oh my gosh, all this responsibility, all this, all this. It was like, well, am I going to be able to perform at the end of the day? I'm prepared. I know what I'm doing. Like I said, this character is second nature to me at this point, but at the end of the day, everything that I've trained for, am I going to be able to do that when they say action? Cause it was, it was a lot of different things I was fighting for and, and different types of emotions I had to, I had to put myself through. And um, there were different exercises. Like there was a fear of dying exercise um, that was incredibly intense. Um, and I trained it and I knew how to do it. Um, but when it came down to it, it was like, I felt like everything was leading up to this. I'm like, this is the moment that I have to put myself in this state of mind and be okay with the aftermath of it and know that, but also be able to pull it off during and not get cold feet. So there was a lot of like, well, if this happens, I hope this happens. I hope so. Um, but um, yeah, like I said, in the end, I was able to trust myself enough to go balls to the walls. Hmm. What's it like after a hard day of, um, of running from uh, homicidal spirits? <laughs> um, I've, 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 I've always been curious. I've never asked an actor this question. Uh, in a horror film, I, I just yeah. imagine being in a frenzy for the you know the duration of the the filming period, whether it be day or night or or whatever. What is it like when you just stop and you've got you've got time to rest before you know the next day? What is it like coming home after doing that all day? Um, that's another great question too because you get that physical break, but your mind is always rubbing. So it's not only like revved from what you did that day, 
Um, but it's also reps for what you know you have to do tomorrow, preparing for that. So you have a break. You know, you go back to your hotel room. I stayed at a hotel in Arizona, and I would yeah. go back like every morning when we would wrap, and I was just kind of, I would prepare. And then when I was sleeping, I was still thinking about it. So it's like, you never kind of get a cutoff from things like this. Um, if you're in the middle of a production, it's, it's your life. It's your everything. It's, it's what all of your mental energy is going, um, going into. So, um, when that comes to horror, um, it's, it's, your adrenaline is way spiked up. It's really hard to calm down. It's, it's really hard just to allow yourself to rest. Um, but if you don't do that, you're going to absolutely just crumble. Um, so that was fun too, trying to figure out how to balance that. Is it is it interesting when you finally see the? Have you, I mean, for, you've seen the finished the product, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. When you finally see it, having lived with that screenplay for so long, is mm. it? Does it? Does it? In 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 the cases, not just of this film, but other films you've done, does it exceed expectations, or do you go, "Wow, I didn't." I didn't see it. I didn't see it going that way because sometimes, you know, I mean, the screenplay mm -hmm. is really a uh, a template, if you will. The the final result sometimes is is in often cases more than that. Yeah. How did you feel when you finally um, saw the final product, or have seen the final products when when you've completed these movies? Um, yeah, I mean, they're all different, but if we're just talking about this one, I was blown away. Um, I had an idea of the shots. I didn't get to see a lot of the dailies just because it was such a fast paced set and there was so much to do that we didn't really have the time to sit down and be like, okay, let's review some of the work. So I didn't really know what, what it was looking like. I didn't, I knew like the angles, I knew the shots, I knew what I like the format of it. Um, but when it came to the editing, when it came to the, the music, when it came to, um, all of the little aspects that were out of my control. I was shocked how amazing it was. Um, and, you know, there's things, looking at projects I've done or films I've done, I think the things that I notice, and every artist is like this, we notice our faults. So when I watch the film, I'm like, I could have done that differently. I could have done that better. I could have done this instead. I, maybe if I tried it this way, it would have ended up like this. You know, we all have our things where we kind of nitpick ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, I was, I was, I was thrilled with it. Um, and it was also really fun too, because I was using a new technique that I just started with recently. So um, I do, I'm, I train method. I do the uh, Chubbuck technique with Ivana Chubbuck. And so um, now I train with her in her masterclass and I trained with her once before the film. And I wasn't, I wasn't with her. I was in her advanced class. I just got into the school. I didn't even do a scene up in in the studio yet and i had an idea of her technique um but i literally just did it instinctually and then integrated what she and i worked on personally together um and so it was really cool to see that final product too because now a year later um or over a year later it's i'm, I'm so much more advanced in my training with her that it would be cool to do like a side by side with different ideas that i would have now not necessarily like a better way of going about it but just like different ways of going about it because i mean there's a million and one ways to do anything and everything so possibilities are endless but um yeah no getting back to your question i i was very very pleasantly surprised it was beautiful yeah. it's look, look hats off to your uh, your acting teacher she she did an incredible job I, it's very hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it and and there's things mm -hmm. that i want to talk about but i 
I can't because I don't want I don't want to to wreck it for anybody. But there's a there's a scene that you do at the end. I'll try and talk about it in broad strokes. This mm-hmm. is you do at the end in which you uh, have an encounter with probably. Oh God! How can I talk about it without talking about it? No, it's terrible. Uh, you know, you know the scene I'm talking about. You face uh, your mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. You know that's an yep. incredible scene because for me, you actually took on the character of uh, who we eventually find out is the uh, the real antagonist behind the house. When mm-hmm. you faced your, if you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, there's when, so much I want to say about this. Oh, you know I know I can't. But you know the scene I'm talking about, right? Listeners yes. are very, but we're, we're sort of doing sign language to one one another here. <laughs> but it's an incredible, it's a really incredible scene because you, mm-hmm. you it, like for me, the, the best acting is in the eyes. Like you can, when you can see the wheels turning. And I watched that scene actually after I watched it the first time. I went back and just watched that again because that's an incredible, really incredible performance. How you took on that, Thank you. and Thank you. the end is just incredible. We can't talk about the end. You'll just have to wait <laughs> and see it because the way it ends is—I um, was really shocked. I didn't see that. You know, mm-hmm. it's the good thing about it. And wouldn't you agree? The great thing about it is. The tropes are there, but it doesn't lean on them like a crutch. So to speak. Yeah. a lot of these kinds of movies tend to do that. Well, it's got to have this and it's got to have that and there's that beat there. And it does kind of follow that and then it goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost aptly because it is the title Woman in a Maze. Um, but it isn't really a maze would you say in the literal sense, like this isn't like the end of the shining where you're running around a, a literal maze. It's more of a psychological maze, would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not going to give anything away, but from what you were talking about, like we talked about earlier, um, the house was its own character and it was fighting for whatever it was fighting for. And so, um, what was so cool about the role I had as Gabby Reynolds was there was so many different aspects involved um and all those aspects were i'm gonna go back to it they were fighting for whatever they were fighting for and they were fighting for their life and so um and it it was life or death at that point you know so um it was like when it came to the characters um it they were obviously physically fighting but it is it's if you really read between the lines it's all psychological it all has to do with why she's there, who she's trying to be, what she's, I mean, obviously what she's going through now, but it's almost like um, there's, there's this self of her and she's um, coming out of this, this like cocoon of herself from what she previously was and, and developing it into something else that is stronger and is more, it has more and more fire in her and, um, and has you know just a little bit more oomph. so i kind of saw it like that too um i i know that does not make sense to anyone listening or anyone uh, watching because they they don't know what's going on but 
but yeah, if you really read between the lines on this, there's there's a lot of good substance. I know. It's look, it's 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 a it's a it's a wonderful film to talk about, but unfortunately we can't talk about too much in depth because the twists and the uh, the turns really make this um, a fabulous night at the movies for anyone who likes uh, psychological thrillers, psychological terror. Meredith, you have really blown me away with this. Have you got you you, you must have a lot lined up. They must be knocking down your door. What have you got coming up? Um, you know, I had a few things coming up, but unfortunately we're in the middle of a strike now. So a lot of that has been paused um, or we're in the middle of filming something and we kind of, we had to stop that. We're going to revisit it um, right. in the future. But um, I have some releases coming up soon, which is going to be super exciting. Um, Rebel Moon's coming out in December. Awesome. And, uh, Rebel Moon. Yeah, Zack Snyder. It was, Tell me about I, that. What? Give me, a, give me a teaser. Tell me about what, what that was like. Um, it all. was it was insane. It was absolutely insane. We oh. shot in the desert um, where we're, we're the scene that I was in or the setting that I was in. Um, we're in the desert like two weeks, scorching hot. So we had all that going for us. But the set itself, it was insane. I mean, you, you're not going to believe the way that this movie was shot, the, the, the outcome of this movie. I'm so happy that it's a two-part. Um, it's, it's really going to captivate Zach, everybody. But Zach likes to build, doesn't he? So they would be yes. a lot practical, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he's, a, he's amazing to work with, too. He's trailer looks awesome. Fantastic. You've got to be stoked about that, hey? <laughs> Told your mum and dad yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, they know. They no. know. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well, I can't Thank wait. You. And I've I've met you. That's fantastic. <laughs> and tell every, all my friends. That's awesome. Well look, well, look, look, the sky's the limit now. The sky's the limit now, hey. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole process. Keep yeah. pushing forward for for whatever whatever your goals are, whatever you want. Like you said, the sky's the limit. That's kind of been my motto the past few years. And, and um, my thing is, even if there's not a lot of work now, even if we're on strike now and, and, you know, productions are halted for the foreseeable future. Well, what can you do now that's going to put you in the best position possible? What's going to, what can you do now that is going to make the sky the limit in the future? So um, all the, all the, um, the training I do for, for acting. And then I, do more like action adventure, you know, as, as you could probably see, but, um, I train all of my skill sets practically and on camera so I can do everything in real life and then also on camera etiquette. So that's everything from like firearms, um, Kung Fu, Cali, which is a Filipino martial arts. That's hand to hand, hand to knife, knife to knife, um, like sword fighting, um, archery, boxing, um, some stunt, um, fight stunt stuff a little bit. I'm not a full stunt person. Stuff still scares me a little bit, but stop it, Meredith. You're just too talented. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the thing. You got to find your niche in this and and go for that. A lot of people. You've got many arrows in your quiver. It sounds like that. Yeah. I reckon you got to make yourself as as able as possible. You know, this is a hard industry. It's a really hard business. So especially in times where you don't have any work, or there's times where there's not a lot coming up for you, it's your time to chug right now. It's uh, it's a little bit like your character, the end. You screaming out loud trying to get noticed and no one seems to mm-hmm. eh? absolutely yeah i'll tell you what they're gonna see woman in the maze they're gonna hear about this and um 
certainly Rebel Moon. Everyone knows about that. I don't need to plug Zach Schneider. He's got his own whole universe. Everyone knows about that. But well done. Well done. That's fantastic. Props all the way around. Meredith, Woman in a Maze. It's... um, it's coming out. Woman in a Maze will be released uh, theatrically on October 6th and will be on premium TV OD services on October 12th. Uh, released in 82 countries starting in October. Meredith, any final thoughts on Woman in a Maze? Hmm. I'd say go on with an open mind. Expect the unexpected and have a good time. Just enjoy it. It is. It's a very good time. My guest has been Meredith Van Kite. It's fantastic to have met you, Meredith. I really enjoyed your performance. I really look forward to you seeing you in uh, Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. How cool! Mm-hmm. Woman in a maze. Awesome. When you get uh, when you get to the big time, don't forget me, hey. Oh no! Send us send us out a wink. So if I if I walk past you on the street and say good day, don't <laughs> don't turn the. If other I'm way. ever in Australia, if I ever don't have the privilege to travel to Australia, don't send the bodyguards on me. <laughs> it's been wonderful to talk to you, Meredith. Look forward to Woman in the Maze. Look forward to Rebel Moon. Thank you for being on Cinema Yugi. Thank you so much, Ken. It was a great time.